the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Beautiful sunrise about to come up. A beautiful Saturday morning. I hope you had a great, great Thanksgiving day. To be thankful of what we've got, where we live, what we're doing. A meaningful, and I mean a really meaningful Thanksgiving day. I mean stepping out, helping, loving, thinking about the good things we have. We're such a blessed country, such a blessed opportunity to come together and really honor and love each other but you know what has happened to respect you know last uh, sunday we lost a policeman in san antonio very tragic problem there and you know i just it seems like emotions are running wild but in the car business they sell you on your emotions we're going to talk about losing that loving feeling on your automobile loving feeling maybe for other people why? Where are we going? What direction are you going? Have you examined your emotions lately? Have you examined your purchases lately? What are you doing about your life? Are you growing? Are you are you a parked car? Do you ever feel like you're parked and you're not going anywhere? Well, I want to help you in making better decisions. And it all starts in your ride because it's the worst investment on earth. I'm telling you, it eats money. It loses money. It costs money. And it loses value as you go over the curb. you got to buy insurance. Had a little discussion this past week with an insurance agent. I asked him, you know, he said, oh, man, business is wonderful. I said, yeah, business is wonderful for insurance people. He said, yeah, no, but we have to pay claims. I said, well, but uh, you, I'm seeing you beat it, my poor customers up every day. It's a battle with you all. I understand that deal. Well, you know, we got to make money. Well, that's why billionaires own insurance companies. I tell them that. But we were talking about, I said, you know what? Uh, I think, and I've been stating this in my Austin show. I'm in Austin on Sunday afternoons, 2 to 3. you got to look me up on Facebook or learn to buy and sell cars.com for our time. Uh, but I said, you know, we need to know exactly what you're going to pay off. He said, why? I said, well, I mean, do you buy something and you don't know its value? Or what will return? Or what use it's good for? Well, we're good for protection, he told me. I said, yes, you are. You're protecting our investment. But, you know, lots of times I see people paying 1500 a year, and if it's your turn to to pay off, y'all pay them eight, nine hundred, a thousand. Talked to a gentleman this week. His truck was sitting in a parking lot. A wild driver come through and hit three cars and totaled his truck out. He loves his truck. He's babied his truck, and he owes $12,000. But the claims adjuster wanted to pay him 8700 Well, that's not fair. His truck's sitting there out of the way. Why should he have to pay 3200 out of his pocket to pay off his truck that somebody hit? That wasn't his fault. He was parked in the right spot. Everything was cool. Everything was correct. But they beat him up. They're beating him up right now. That's not right. These insurance companies have the money. It's not his insurance company. It wasn't his fault. But he's going to have to take the hit. Where are, where's common sense in this deal? These insurance companies, hey, you paid your, that was your customer that hit this gentleman. And you don't want to pay? That don't that don't make sense to me, you know. They got to make it right with this guy. 
hey, they ought to be paying him a couple of grand in his pocket to buy something else. What if he don't have the money to buy something? Hey, insurance companies, why don't we get together and do the job right? Oh, no, you put the blame on the company. On I asked, I told about another radio show I had in San Antonio, Texas, and my producer said, man, I got an insurance man that is hot at you. I don't know if we ought to put him online, Randy. I said, I can back up anything that I say, throw him online. He said, you sure? I said, positive. So we threw him online. And he was, he's, oh, man, you're all right. And this guy's hot. I said, okay. I said, you're an insurance agent, right? And I said, if I want to insure my 04 Grand Marquis I'm driving at the moment, I said, uh, who sets the price, you or the, the company? He said, the company. I said, okay. What if I get hit in it? And it's my turn to collect. Do you give me that price or does the claims adjuster? He said the claims adjuster. I said, oh, man, I want your job. I want to collect the money, tell everybody I love you, and don't do nothing. He said, well, well, uh, oh, we're there for the customer. I said, all you do is give a price that somebody else gives you. You don't do nothing. I said, I have talked to so many people. They're in the same situation with the guy in the truck I just talked about. Hey, insurance companies, are you doing the right thing? Oh, I love you. Give me the money. And then they're not on your side. Well, I, I've made the, I must be doing my job. I made the car dealers mad. I made the insurance people mad. I made the bankers mad. I guess that's why nobody wants to sponsor my show except for a few people. And I've got a good sponsor on our KSLR show, which comes on at nine to ten o'clock this morning. Uh, turn the dial to six thirty a.m. on your radio and tune into us. It's a different show. A little more scripture, a little more what's going on in the world, but always different. I've got different stations uh, that I'm on. In Austin, I, I'm on with the liberals, so I talk the liberal talk. I beat them up. I'm not a liberal. I'm an independent, and that's the way I'm going to stay because I was born and raised a Democrat, but I've realized that uh, Democrats are not the way to go. They become uh, progressives. They become communists. They become socialists. But they're not for the working people. They want to keep you down, uneducated, and poor. That's what they want to do. This is Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Rand, Randy Adams. I love talking to you. It's a hey, the sun's come up. It's bright orange, little clouds in the sky. A great day to reach out and tell somebody, hey, I love you. Uh, no matter what you, unconditional love. We'll talk a little bit about unconditional love. And then uh, we'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. Hey, and I just sold a, a 73 Ford pickup. Supposedly, I didn't represent it to be 20,000 miles, but it sold at a big-time antique car auction for with, for 20,000 miles. We'll talk a little bit about that. And the cars I need because I sell the movies they call me, I've dealt with them for the last 40 years, and they, I need some cars for some movies. So give, uh, give me a call, and if you'd like to have any questions this morning, we got the line open. Oh, man, we're rocking and rolling. we got the producer Dylan here. We're, we're going to do it. Um, I'm sorry, Kelly. Kelly, i got Kelly here, and um, uh, we're rocking and rolling. We'll even talk to you. Our number here is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, man, it's a beautiful day out here. Give us a call if you'd like to talk about it. If you have any questions, need to know what uh, what to do with a vehicle or certain situation or what's going on in your life or some family members. We help, you know, 95% of my business right now is helping other people, giving you advice, giving you options, open your mind. You know, there's so many things, so many different things going on in the business, and everybody's situation's different. You need to help your needs, your wants, your bu- your pocketbook. What's your budget? I want you to be open-minded, common sense. I don't want you a preferred customer like some of the radio stations around here have, or a VIP. They'll send you a VIP card, but you're a lamb going to slaughter. That's what you are because you're not, you haven't shot price. You haven't done anything to get prepared. You haven't talked to your bank or your credit union. You got all that, you got all that stuff. 
I've I've talked to so many people, preferred VIP VIP customers that have been ripped off. Hey, the good dealers, eighty percent of them will rip you off. The good dealers, twenty percent will take care of you. I know, and I deal with those twenty percent dealers. So don't be a preferred VIP. I want you cool, calm, collected, educated, prepared, ready to go, knowing exactly what to do. And also, we have hasslefreeautobuying.com. I'll explain that later, because we take the hassle out, the fear out of walking into dealerships. We've got a caller online. Hello, this is Randy Adams. Thank you for calling Learn to Buy and Sell Cars. Hello? Did they drop? We lose them? Well, call back. I'm sorry. Hello. Oh, there he is. How you doing? Randy. Yes. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, my question is, I saw a 2008, I'm sorry, 2006 uh, lacrosse uh, CXL, I think it is. Right. And it's uh, 35,000 miles. Uh, one owner. I looked at the car facts, and the car facts said they've got the maintenance throughout the, uh, the entire time. And uh, they're asking $79.95. And looking at a lot of sites, uh, Edmunds, Kelly Blue Book, or uh, several dealers sites, it looks like that's probably a fair price, maybe high by 1000 how should I negotiate that? Well, first off, it's an older model car, and it's a great car. And, you know, just beat them up all you can. They're going to beat you up all they can. First off, are you paying cash or have you talked to your credit union or bank? Uh, this is cash. Good. Uh, cash is king. And remember that because when you're walking in, a lot of people have to go get that car financed. And the bad part about that car being financed, just not in your situation but other people, is that time you put a down payment down, a lot of banks and credit unions don't want to finance that least amount of car. Right now there's a lot of credit unions that won't finance under eight. So that's to your advantage. You've got cash, and there that's not an easy car to just go get uh, financed. Now, some of these, if it's a new car dealer, they'll slam them on, uh, you know, they'll slam them on their lenders, and they'll add a little interest on it. So take this advantage you've got cash and make them an offer. Deal as hard as they're dealing. And that's a great car. I mean, you know, I've got right now an Infinity I bought off a retired general. Came off of this show, actually. Uh, man, this is an interesting story. Uh, I'll finish it up later, but gentleman and his wife moved to France. I bought their cars 5 o'clock Monday. They got a 6 o'clock flight and went to France to move to live. Amazing. But anyway, so take advantage of it and just beat them up as hard as you're going to, you know, they're going to beat you up. Go in and say you've done your homework and everybody says the car's worth six to 6500 You're prepared to pay the money and you got the cash, write the check. Of course, they're going to play the game if it's a new car manager. They're going to run him back and forth with their manager, try to get the best price, this, that, and the other. And uh, there's not many people out there looking for that car, even though it's a great car. And so I would just walk, and, you know, I'd hit them at the figure, probably 65, and walk, head out the door and let them try to tackle me, which they will, and just work them as hard. And when you get settled and you feel like they're done where they're going to be, uh, odds are they didn't put a lot of money in that car. But here we go again. We want them to make money. They own the car. It's something we can use. But just beat them up as hard as you can. Uh, I had a friend of mine call me at 6 o'clock last night, was going down to buy a car. I said, don't do it. 6 o'clock? He said, yeah, me and my wife are going down to look at a new car. I said, he said, I know the general manager. I said, don't do it. I said, number one, have you shopped price with the other Honda dealers? No. I said, I wouldn't recommend the dealer that you're going to, number one. I've seen him rip off way too Yeah, but I know the general manager. I said, hey, you going to trust a man that's out for get every available dollar out of your pocket? So I would take my time, get down there today, and, I, hey, and if you got the time, get in there right after they open up because they love to get that first deal on the board. 
you know, and the salesman likes to get the first one behind, and they love, you know, they're not going to be real in love with you paying cash, but at that little bit amount of money, they wouldn't get a bunch of interest off the back end off of it, but uh, they will make interest on you. But just take your time and beat them up. But that car is in the money and it be a great car for you. Uh, you're not going to lose much money on that car in the next few years. You can run it up to probably 80, 85,000 miles and then take another reassessment on it. So should I keep this car or do I sell it? It's still got some value because it's under 100,000 miles. You can get a lot of good ride out of that car for cheap money. Uh, would it be a good idea, Randy, to make an offer contingent upon uh, a test drive and a review by a mechanic? Well, I would uh, first do that. No, you need to test drive that car. They're not going to take an offer until you drive that car. Oh, the real dealers. Now, the, the spin dealers and the four-square and eight-square guys, yeah, they're going to do whatever. They're going to listen to your offer and then, and, then uh, and go to work on what the options they have. I would drive the car and, and uh, make sure that you think it is. Take a good, hard look at it. And um, just make sure you take it to a mechanic and say, you believe it's, these are the miles or not? And so, check it out before you make an offer, because yeah, they're not going to the take you—they're not going to take you serious until you've—you've you've looked, felt, and t- and I sell—we uh, sell lots of cars. I just sold a truck to a guy in Louisiana that's putting it in movies. They're doing a movie, and these—he talked about big time stars. I guess I'm not up on times. They mentioned three or four names, and they—I didn't know who they were. So, you know. But anyway. But I'll walk a car, and I sell 300, uh, we used to sell 300 cars and trucks all over the United States to other dealers. And so, um, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about writing a book in the mind of a wholesaler. Uh, because there's two different types of minds. It's mind of a wholesaler in the car business and the mind of a retailer. And then, well, and there's a third one, the mind of a note guy. Buy here, pay here. Thinking about writing a book, and because I've got, I've been in all types of business in the car business, and writing it up. So, but in order for that customer to come in, they want you to feel touch and, you know, get serious about the unit. You know, and um, you want to call my office this morning after ten, or if you want to listen, I give my mobile number out on KSLR six thirty a.m. And if you want my mobile number and talk to me after, you know, this morning sometime, I do hand out, if somebody's listening to 6.30 a.m., that's 9 to 10 o'clock this morning, and it's a different show, I give out my mobile number on that that station. And that was part of the deal I had uh, with myself on going on KSLR because I know that's a strong, strong group of committed uh, listeners, and, and I want to be the best I can. But... Uh, I'll give my number out. I give my office number out here on this one. It's 830-625-7159. But I help people that are in that situation. I love to give out free advice. And and I'll I'll tell you when to buy and not to buy. And this is a great car, I think. And you can, you know, I'll and if it's certain dealers, I know them all. I, I can tell you an angle to go at and what to do and, and uh, what the managers are going to tell you. Just be prepared. Okay. But you've done your homework. I'm proud of what you're doing and what you're looking at, you know, because uh, that's a that's a good buy and a good value in that in that unit. Okay. But okay. buy it, buy it where you're comfortable and at the best deal you can. It's still your hard-earned money. Exactly. But thank you so much for your help, Randy. Thank you for calling. Appreciate you. Every car deal, every car dealership. There's so many different variables in this deal. I'm telling you, you won't believe the difference. You won't believe the overhead. You won't believe the theory of the owners and the managers. Just give you an example. There's a uh, Ford dealership here that uh, I've had the pleasure of uh, doing a little business with them and the unpleasurable times. But they've I've had a bunch of people that have worked for this dealership. And this dealership, if they didn't make $4,000, the salesman got in trouble, the manager got in trouble. Of course, the general manager had the strings and the owners. These owners 
and managers make these dealerships. Now, their theory of doing business, the way they do business, the structure of the way they do business, is all up to do with the owners and the general managers. And I can tell you, the great owners around this town, there is some really good ones. And then there's the ones that will mouse you around, and they'll, they'll get on that. You'll, you'll see a lot of violations. That, you know, I've got books here right now that's talking about how many violations of all these new car dealers. There's not enough investigators out there in the car business. And there, what happens is these dealers will go ahead and do something illegal. Or, in their opinion, the gray area. Well, they try to twist it and try to write enough where it's obvious to the customer, but not the not the people who are 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 policing them. And so, what's happening is they build in those violations. You'll see these too good to be true ads, and they're all over the the radio, all over the paper, and all. And they know there's not enough investigators around, inspectors, to check on them for doing violations, for lying and for mistreating customers and things they do and packing payments and and putting uh, extra money on extended warranty, way too much interest on a loan. Uh, You've got uh, dealer prep situations. A friend of mine's in in, uh, Houston, Texas, uh, Billy Dawson, great, great guy. He went to buy a car, uh, and they put on 250 for detail. That car was already detailed. Every dealer details their cars if they're going to retail it. And they were trying to charge him 250 I said, what was the price? And he told me. And I, and I said, and what's out the total price out the door? And he told me. I said, that's too high. Something's not right. He said, well, let me look at it. So he pulls out the contract that they'd wrote for him. He hadn't signed it. He called me before he signed it. And we go through it, and I said, "What's that two fifty extra for?" And he said, "Detail." I said, "They want to charge you to detail that car. It's already been detailed. And they detail every one. They ain't got their own shop." He said, "Yeah, they're trying to charge me two fifty. I said, "Well, what they do you for the dock fee? Uh, another two fifty. I said, "Man, that's a ten minute job. They take a bunch of uh, titles down and they charge you two fifty. I said. I guess I need to move from $85 I charge, and we're, reg- we're regulated by the state. Now, you're going to love this, folks. We're regulated the state to turn it in what we charge. They don't tell us what to charge. They don't give us a, uh, a limit, but we have to turn it in. That's what they call a regulation. So you got dealers charging you 250 for a 10-minute job that they take a bunch of them down to the courthouse at one time in order to collect their money. They want to collect their money. They want the paperwork, right? They want to transfer it in order to collect their money. And it takes them 10, 15 minutes. I mean, when they're taking 20 and 30 down at a time, one person that makes $10, $12 an hour, how much money are they making on that? How do you like to take 20 deals down and make 250 a deal? Mercy, they're making plenty. A little secretary making them a lot of money. That's just another avenue of making money, getting your hard-earned money out of your old back pocket, back pocket national. So, I mean, it's up to you what you're doing, the direction you're going, and how you're spending your money. I want to educate you. Just like I was just talking about, I don't want you a preferred VIP customer. I want you a customer that's educated, cool, calm, collected, confident, in charge of your finances, in charge of that hard-earned money that you make, after-tax money, on a vehicle that's going to lose money, cost money, upkeep, insurance. We need to put it in perspective of what you really fit your need, what you can afford, what fits your budget. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. I learn from you. What Proverbs 1 5 says, it says, Let the wise listen and add to their learning. I try to learn every day. I listen to the customers. I listen to my listeners. I want to learn from you. But you know what? Uh, Jesus Christ changed the attitude in my life. He made took me from a taker, pure taker, never content, never enough, never happy. Maybe that's a Democrat, huh? <laughs> Democrats are never content, never happy. They want to keep you uneducated, poor, slammed down. They want you in socialism, communism, or I don't know what isms. But anyway, givers are always content, always happy, 
always getting along. That must be the Republicans. They don't get along with each other, but they want to give. Hey, the Democrats are jealous of of uh, Trump. They were tr- jealous of Romney. Why? They're jealous of the rich people. The Republicans and the independents like me, I want to learn from them. I'm not jealous of them. I want to learn from them and prosper the way they prosper. I want to be able to give back. Hey, I'll tell you about my education system that we need to be giving back sometime. You just got to catch one of my shows. But I'm giving back. This show cost me back pocket national. My old money, I pay for this in order to teach you to learn and to grow and to understand. I want to be the best person I, I can every day in every situation. you have that desire? Have you ever thought about it? Maybe you need to think about it. Maybe examine yourself to be the best person you can be, to give out, to love, because I'm going to tell you something. It'll change your life. Givers give, takers take. Which one are you? Which one? Hey, is everybody against you? Are you having a problem with all your relationships? Maybe it's you. I don't know. Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. Tell everybody to tune in. We're on 930 The Answer. God bless you. We'll be right back. More of Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on the way here on 930 AM, The Answer. Now, back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on 930 AM, The Answer. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my life with no help from my friends. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? What what Janis Joplin was thinking about when she sang that song. Was it a prayer? That's a little bit of prayer, wasn't it? That's what my 14-year-old son said when I sang that to him. I said, I'm going to put that on radio show. He said, well, it's kind of a prayer, isn't it? I said, well, that's wishful thinking or maybe, I don't know. Maybe you want something to fall out of the sky, but I mean, I think the good Lord will bless you with what you pray for, what you ask for. But were you asking for something greedy? Or was you trying to beat the Joneses? The Joneses driving Mercedes or Porsches. I must, must, must make amends. What are we thinking sometimes when we're praying for something? Are we jealous? Are we, you ever had a jealous prayer? Have you ever had emotional prayer? Every, every one of those prayers that, uh, you know, you just can't live without. Oh, man, I want it now. I mean, that's the way we look at things, don't we? I want it now. Can now pay for later? Do we make these big decisions and want these things that, you know, back pocket national can't pay for? Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. But the problem is sometimes our mouth and our emotions and our brain Gets in gear without thinking. Have you ever spoke and done and bought something without really thinking it through? And if you, you know, how many times have you bought exercise equipment and it's got dust on it so deep right now, it's unbelievable, you know? I mean, let's think about what we spend our money on, you know, examine it. My wife, I, I saw something, I one here, this was several years ago, and, and she, I said, I kind of, been thinking about that. Well, she's wanting to buy me something for Christmas. Things were rolling pretty good and everything was great. So she ordered it for me, but I, and before that, just before she ordered it, I said, no, I'm, I'm thinking about it, but I'm not sure. I said, I'm on the, on the fence about it. Well, she orders it anyway. And here it comes in and I look at it and she said, aren't you excited? I said, no, I decided I didn't need it. Well, I said, send it back if you can. It doesn't, I've, I've made up my mind. I don't need it. Is it something I got to have? Well, I've got that way about toys on cars. And I'm so blessed. 
I don't buy a hot rod. I take that back. I've did one of those in my life. But anyway, I don't buy a toy, a hot rod. I love cars, old cars. And I enjoyed that 73 Ford pickup. Hey, and it's going to be in a movie. They're going to make a movie in Louisiana. Like I say, I don't know the name of the stars because they just went over my head. Also, I need a 68 to 74.5 Cadillac convertible. I need a 67 to 75 Buick Skylark wagon. This I need a Triumph motorcycle. That's just a few of the units that I need for movies. I sell the movie makers. I sell those guys. And uh, I've sold lots of cars to them. And then I sometimes I buy them back. I'll give them a figure of what I'll sell it to them for, and then I'll sell it back. I've rented cars. I even We even uh, submerged one in Canyon Lake in a movie. I was there, and then they called it. They, they picked the, the wrong boat ramp, and it wouldn't go underwater. They couldn't figure out what they were doing. I said, the boat ramp's too long. And he couldn't get it. And this was a cold day. They had cameramen in wetsuits. And they're trying to shoot this car, and it's supposed to go under. And it's Jake's Way was the name of the movie. I remember that. And and I met uh, Slim Pickens in that movie. That was the best part about it. But I rented these cars, and they rented me for a week. And I was pretty expensive back then because I had them. I'd rent them, uh, I think, five cars in my my hauler to move the cars and to pull them. But we're going to pull this one out of the lake, Canyon Lake, and it wouldn't go underwater. And so I said, all right, uh, get it where it's, you know, and it, it was bubbling up. And I said, here, let's get us a flat rock. We'll go get us a flat rock. And I said, you ready? Throw it over there and let it go down you'll see something kind of go down and the bubbles come out we finally they finally shot it but it was so cold the cameras were so cold it was a cold day at canyon lake they decided to and so here i had this car but they gave me time to wrap it up to seal it up so it wouldn't get all and i had so i had my hauler there so we i took the interior out of the car we sunk, almost sunk it. The roof didn't go under. That was the best part about it. I didn't have to change the headliner out of it. So we pulled the car out. And I had a Mercury dealer in, Vic, in uh, Yoakum, Texas. And I was telling him what I was doing. He said, hey, I'll buy that car afterwards. I said, you do what? And he said, I'll buy the car. I said, I was going to take a salvage sale. He said, oh, no, I'll buy it afterwards. So I pulled it out, drained all the fluids, dried it all out, put it all back together, and I sold it to him. But I made him sign an affidavit that he bought a car that got sunk in Canyon Lake. And here he sold it to somebody else, and I talked to him two years later. He had financed that car, and it was still running. But I did my job keeping the, most of the water out of it. I kept it out of the motor and engine transmission. So, you know, my experience in the car business varies from all over the world. That's why I get so many people calling me on so much different situations. Give us a call here at The Answer. Uh, nine thirty. Thank you, and I thank you, Baron, if you're listening, and Michael. Uh, I tell you what, uh, there's some there's some stations out here that you've really learned to appreciate, um, and this is one of them. They want me to do the best, be the best. They want to help me more than any other station. Uh, I love KSLR, K Loop, because they're together, but they're here to educate you. They want the best for you. They want you, they listen to my show on another station, and they, they didn't want, hey, they just didn't jump into this deal. Just like buying cars, they said, we better check this guy out before we put him on the air. And they did. But they, they saw the potential of this show. This show is to teach you to make better decisions, to be wise with your money. Watch out. This is a wild, crazy world that money is a big, big problem. Because it takes so much money to open up these dealerships every month. It's amazing. And guess who they're going to make that money on? Little old you. Come on in here, Bubba. We love you. Come on in. We're going to be friends forever. Just come on in. You're going to buy all your cars the next 20, 30 years from us. We're just going to stay open because of you. Well, sometimes they feel that way. But the real good dealers, they make a little bit of money. They make a small percentage. You know, we we pay 6%. I sold a piece of property here a while back, and it was 300000 And And, hey, the real estate person got 
6% for very little work. Well, I, that's what we want a dealer to do. We want them to make 3 to 6% on you, not 30, 40 like some of them try to do. And there is dealers that try to make 30, 40, 50% on you. Hey, when you walk out of that dealership and you owe 10, 15,000 too much, and I see that every day, what do you think they made on that car? They made 30, 40% on you. I, hey, the record the other day, guy with a truck, he puts way too many miles on a truck. He owed 65,000 on the Ford diesel, and he has 150,000 miles on it. But he was, he was trying to make his living out of it. And he's hauling cars. And now he's got, he's got him a 15 with 150,000 miles on it, and he's wanting to sell it, and he says, I can't find anybody to buy my truck. Excuse me, Bubba. Get a little common sense. If you're trying to make a living out of this truck, you should have been making 4000 a month payments in order to get it down. Now you owe 65000 Now you can't buy another truck. You're worried about the miles. You just got to run it till the wheels fall off. That's all. Take care of it. Kiss it every night. Put it to bed. Say, I love your truck. Keep on working for me. Cause you're gonna, and pray a lot over it. You need to pray on that truck, cause it needs to go a half a million miles. And the best advice I gave to him is change the EGR valve. He hadn't changed that. And let me tell you something, on these Ford diesels, when the EGR goes out, Bubba, you're in trouble. Because you need a $10,000 motor. So he's gonna get the EGR traded on, he's gonna keep it going. I told him a few other little tricks. But let me tell you something, we can all get in a trap. And that's what he, he forgot the mileage he was going to put in. I explained to him, I said, that's what part of my show is. Hey, make decisions today. Make today pay off tomorrow. Hey, if you're putting on, you know, 15, 10, 15,000 miles a month, running up and down, trying to make a little bit, you got to think a little bit about what's this truck going to be worth. I'm going to have, you know, 150,000 miles on it in a short amount of time. What's it going to be worth then? Just like my buddy bought the $78,000 brand new Ford truck. He said, man, ain't it pretty? I said, it's just gorgeous. He said, oh, man. He said, what's this truck going to be worth in three years from now? And 100,000 miles. I said, mm, 30 grand. He said, what? I said, yeah, 30 grand. He said, mean I'm going to lose 48,000 on this truck? I said, really going to lose more than that. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, 48000 that's after-tax money, and you're in the 30% bracket. So, you know, now you've got to make about sixty grand to pay off to lose that 48000 The best part about this truck is, Bubba, it's a paid-for truck. What's the best kind of car or truck? Paid-for. I said, you stroked the check for it. Now you're going to gonna cost you sixty grand to put 100,000 miles on it. But you love it. It's pretty, you know. And so it got in your eye, and you can live with it. And there's, you know, there's two kinds of cars, a Ford and can't afford it, and you can afford it. So take my advice and be happy. Hey, just don't worry about it. You know, you already done it. You're locked in. But make today pay off tomorrow. Are you making tomorrow get paid off? Give us a call if you have any questions. We'll talk about anything. 210-308-8867. And I tell you what, I... Learn to buy and sell cars.com. It don't cost you anything. Go to my website. And I want to buy whatever you have. Hey, and we're getting short to the end of the year. When your CPA says you need to get rid of some equipment, get rid of some trucks, get rid of anything, we buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give us a call. We buy them. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm still waiting that the, the judge in, in Lubbock, Texas, uh, there's a bankruptcy, and I'm waiting on 30 trucks. And the judge hadn't done anything about it. So we're still waiting on those 30, but we buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Plumbing companies, air conditioning companies, uh, just anything. Um, lease cars, off-lease. Had a gentleman tell a person about me the other day. And this family had waited to the last day, taking their cars to CarMax, and the deal didn't fit because they waited to the last day. So they called me Monday morning needing to sell three units. And I said, okay, I can't get there till about 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And they said, I said, describe the cars to me. And they described them to me, and I said, all right. I said, sound like to me you know the cars. Well, they've owned them a long time. And I said, all right, 
I'm going to bring checks. We've got to have the money because we leave tomorrow morning for France, 6 o'clock in the morning. So they described the car, and they did a good job. I went over there with the checks. They had the titles. We made sure the titles were all correct. And at 5 o'clock Monday, I bought their three cars. I took drivers with me. I was ready to bring them back if they wasn't the way they described them. We got over there, and they waited to describe them. I paid them for them. And, man, these people off to France. I walked into this huge house uh, between 1604 and Bernie. And there was no furniture in it. I said, oh, you sent your furniture to France. I said, no, we sold it all. So we haven't sold the house. And they told me it took them six months to get the paperwork straight to buy a house in France. Boy, I tell you what, maybe we're a little quicker. I don't know. Them French people are a little slow. I don't know. But anyway, I bought all three of the cars. They were thrilled. Uh, the deal's going to go down. I still own the three cars, but they're low miles. One of them, just to give me an example, O2 Mercedes SLK, little convertible, was 67,000 miles. The lady before her husband had died lived down the street from me. Not brand new kind of car. The other car is a uh, Infinity G35 with 30,000 miles, a little coupe, gorgeous car, drives so good. It's like buying a new Infinity with 30,000 miles, and it's an 05. And the last car was a Warner Brothers uh, Venture van. I'm thinking about giving it to my drivers to run around in. A little other unit, they get about 30 miles to gallon and just run run my drivers around in it and let them have a little comfort because uh, the vehicle they're running around picking up cars and delivering cars are getting a little old. So thinking about that if I don't sell it in the near future. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. But learn to buy and sell cars.com. Go to our website. Describe your car. I'm not Auto Trader Buying Center. I'm not going to cut you when you put your VIN in. Auto Trader entice you to come to the buying center's lot. And then they put the VIN number in, and it cuts you automatically every time. And then you're, they want to train you to teach you to beat everybody up on every little scratch, every little dent. I'm not that away. Describe your car. If I have to fix something, we're going to have to take a little off. But if I don't have to fix anything, I'm going to give you what I offer on the car, just like I did that gentleman on three vehicles. He described them close enough. They're not. They're they're nice. They're not perfect, but uh, he described them right. I bought all three. I'm there to buy. I need. I'm a hundred cars short a month. I need vehicles, so I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, I bid on five Ford uh, survey trucks, and none of them run. And it looks like I'm going to get all five. They're twelve model four by four crew cab gas with uh, 200,000 miles, and they don't run. But I've made an offer, and it looks like I'm close to getting them bought. So I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com, describe your car, and I'll make you an offer on the car. You don't have to come to my lot. We'll talk about it, and if you're getting serious, then we'll get on the phone and we'll discuss it and make sure. I don't want you to waste your time. Uh, and I, come to think about it, I don't waste my time either. So I want you happy. I want you to tell others to, you know, Go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. The other side of my website, it's free also. And it's get your credit score. Go to uh, franktommycharles.gov. Get your credit score. Franktommycharles.gov. FTC.gov. See what your score is. That's the safest place to go to get free credit rating. Look at your credit, make sure it's clean, no hiccups, no unpaid things, no stuff that shouldn't be on there. And then talk to your credit union, bank, wherever you do business with. Shop, shop, shop. Had a lady I helped out uh, last week. She didn't know what her credit score was. She didn't know what her rating was. She talked. She didn't really have a, a bank or credit union. Gave her three or four options. Got a great deal. But that's what it takes. It takes a little work, just a little work to make sure that, you know, you got it handled, you're doing it right, and then figure out what your needs are, your safety, your size, your gas mileage, um, what you're going to do, how many miles you're going to put on a car. Examine your needs hard, hard. Nobody can tell you what you need. Eighty-five percent of the people that walk into the dealership buy something they don't intend to buy, especially new.
They put you in what they've got to get rid of, what's been there too long, what the bonuses are. Not, they don't care about your needs. They care about how much money they're going to make on you. Well, if they got a $500 bonus on one of them, you think they're going to sell you what you want or what the $500 bonus is on this side? And there's some $500,000 bonuses. Years ago, a general manager was a little on the illegal side, bought a bunch of conversion vans. And it was in the wrong time of the year. That was November when they showed up. And I mean a bunch of them. And the owner came up with a genius idea. I'm gonna, and he needed to get rid of them because they were going to be sitting there forever. He said, I'll give the salesman all the profit. Man, those, those vans flew out of there. People were buying vans that had no intentions of buying the vans. And they couldn't give them away for three months, couldn't sell any. And then for the next three months, they sold 200 of them because the salesman had the incentive because they were making all the money. He got rid of the vans. Of course, they made the money on the trades. They made the money on the finance. They went from losing money to making money. It was a brilliant idea. I learned a lot on that situation. That owner was smart, very smart. He's still in business today, and I hold him in high recognition because that man is, he come up with, I thought he was sunk. I said, man, this is a disaster. And it wasn't. He took lemons and made lemonade out of them. And that's what you need to do with your buying purchases. Make lemonade out of your needs, what you can afford, what your budget can afford. Find out what you want to buy. Hey, in some situations, I had a friend of mine call me, wanted a uh, used late model Honda Accord. I said, no. He said, you don't like Hondas? I said, I love Hondas. But you're wanting a 15, 16 low mileage Honda Accord. I don't want to go out and get you one. Go buy you a new one. Well, I said, there isn't not enough difference between a new one and a used one. The number two, one is that the, cre- the credit, uh, the finance is going to be cheaper on the new one. You're almost going to save the difference on the price difference. So he's buying me a new one. He's going to shop, shop, shop. Um, I don't really have a great Honda dealer that I do business with. And uh, that's a tough situation for me. We're still searching for one. We have hasslefreeautobuying.com. And hasslefreeautobuying.com, we take the fear out of walking in a dealership. We make sure you deal with the right dealers. We want to make sure that you get handled properly. We do all the negotiating for you. We make sure your credit score is right and you're dealing with the right credit union or bank. We make sure that your trade's plenty. We we school you or we get them delivered. Ninety percent of the cars we're getting sold on hassle-free auto buying right now is delivered to your door. You don't even have to walk into the dealership. You don't have to fight the F and I person. You don't have to be scared of it. What is how big is fear in your life? Let me tell you something. You ought to be fearing walking in some of these dealerships. The good ones will take care of you. The bad ones will take hair, hide, and all. So that's why we, that's why we launched hassle-free auto buying. I've been doing this for years for doctors and lawyers and business people. They don't have time to walk into the dealership and spend six hours. They don't want to be that hassle. They know that a little mistake will cost them thousands. A big mistake will cost them 10000 So that's the, that's what we're there for. And also on learn to buy and sell cars.com, when you discover and realize and you're ready to buy, shop, shop, shop. Just like that gentleman's talking about, he's done his homework on that Buick. He knows where he stands. Now he wants a little more information, how to handle it, how to present it. And you've got to present those different dealers. You've got to present different ways. And there's some of these dealers. I've had dealers that there's dealers in this town. If you got good credit, they'll run you off. They want the bad credit so they can make a whole lot of money on you. They can make more money on the interest. They can convince you that, you know, they're going to take care of you. And they put you in that trance. They put you in that warm, fuzzy feeling. Oh, I'm special. I'm so special. Oh, I got financed. I got bad credit, and they got me financed. Well, I got news for you. If they got you financed, anybody gets you financed. There's people out here right now that's buying vehicles with bad credit. Hey, income tax time comes around. Look at new vehicles. There's buy here, pay here places that are just as high as a new vehicle. And the interest rate is double. And so, hey, Nissan, uh, Dodge, Mitsubishi, uh, Toyota, 
everybody is is overstocked. They need to get rid of the cars. I've got an article I was going to read about how, you know, these manufacturers are overstocked. Uh, there's other manufacturers. There, there's so many gimmicks and skims going around. Hey, Ally and, and BMW Financials are now offering, offering used car leases because the prices are so high. They're, they've created a bigger, even bigger problem of glut and oversaturation of the market. Hey, these financing people are trying to figure a way to get rid of these cars. And it, Volkswagen, it says, states in this magazine, this car magazine, that uh, it seems now they're all self-destructing at grand scale. Volkswagen, once the largest selling manufacturer in the world, might not survive the emissions scandal. They've just announced buying 500 cars back, 500,000 cars back, and GM got slapped with on the wrists for ignition switch uh, problems. And so, I mean, and we got airbag problems. I mean, they try to build and they try to take shortcuts. You need to be educated. You need to be well informed. You need to understand that there's too many cars on the market. So that's why they're trying to finance any and everybody that walks through the door. I tell you, I'm, I'm here, and then now we've got the trade situation coming on. And Mitsubishi will pay compensation about a thousand per customer after directors meeting. They admitted they falsified fuel economy data on two models sold since '06. These manufacturers, hey, they'll lie to you too. They'll get by. They, there's no black and white anymore. It's all gray in the car business. So you got to be mentally, physically, spiritually ready. Proverbs one five. Let the wise listen. Add to your learning. I hope I'm teaching you something. I'm doing my best to educate you where you can understand it, where you can learn and grow, but so well that you can teach others. I want you to reach out, love everybody, help everybody, be the best person you can be. Hey, are you enjoying life? Let me tell you something. Serving and giving will make you happy. The people that are take, 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 that are never happy, them Democrats, I guess what those are, they're never, ever happy. They can't get along with nobody. And if they're not getting along with anybody, you know, they're trying to keep everybody down. I want to educate everybody. I want you to be the best you can be. I want you to love everybody. Forgive everybody. Live longer. God bless you. Hey, tune in to KSLR, 630 AM, 9 to 10. I got another live show. I'll be there in one hour. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.